0: And we're back. What's up, everybody? Benja well done. Coming at you live on this beautiful corona-free day. Today is Sunday, July the 5th at 12.05 in the afternoon. How are you doing? So, I'm on my way to jujitsu. Uh, I don't have my gi on. I'm probably going to do a little bit of no gi, which just means without gi. Kind of common sense way that sounds. Um, maybe do some deadlifts, too, because they have some... Uh, They have like a a little small weight gym area there. But anyway, um, I was explaining something to my wife um, that a lot of people, it's common sense, but it's not about uh, what 4th of July was, which was yesterday, common sense. Again, sticking with the theme today. So the common sense element that most people completely just don't connect together is that the real name of 4th of July is Independence Day. And this is like a small, random history lesson, but I'm going to say it to maybe connect the dots for some people that continue to call it 4th of July and don't really even recall what the hell it's even in reference to. So, 4th of July is actually called Independence Day. And we're going to backstep from this point forward. Okay? Independence Day is the independence from England. Because when... England, okay. They had their uh, travelers and Christopher Columbus and every, everybody coming here, and the pilgrims, the whole nine. All right. It was basically England trying to make England part two, and then the people that they left here were the farmers. Now, in England, at that time into present day, um, they didn't they didn't allow uh, uh, private citizens, which again remains to present day, to have weapons. Okay so when the farmers came here and the military, the redcoats and whatnot, everybody came here to give supplies to America and to make this, make this like kind of like England part two. Um, the farmers pretty much said, you know what, let's make this our, our, their own country. Plus also, uh, England was allowed to have their own, uh, military soldiers invade the people's houses and basically kind of not necessarily invade, but kind of, uh, Yeah, it was. But anyway, take over their homes in England during this time period, way back when. And, um... Sorry, I just got a message on Facebook as I was talking. And, uh, stay in there, okay? Uh, while a war was going on, or if they needed food or shelter or something else like that. So, what happened was, is when people were taken over to, um... Uh, to what is now America, from England. They were all Englanders. They were all from England. And Dutch and some other places. But but in general, sticking with the elements of truth, okay? So the farmers pretty much wanted to revolt against the militia, the Redcoats, who continued to come and give supplies and stuff. Because, again, it was all supposed to be like the second England, but like a bigger expanding area, right? Part of the England empire. And the farmers revolted against which is when we had the Revolutionary War. The Revolutionary War was England fighting against England on America, where it was pretty much the people of, of of now America wanting to say, "Hey, you know what? I don't like the fact that there is a king. I don't like the fact I want to be able to uh, have our own country. Let's have this be the way we've always wanted to as a commoner, as a private citizen in England." So the people of England, America is essentially the ideals, elements and rights that were oppressed from the country of England, which still mainly uh, remain present to the present day, such as um, not having uh, the right to bear arms. When the Constitution was made for the Declaration of Independence, keyword independence, it was the Declaration of Independence saying that they were independent from the country of England. It was the declaration, it was the inauguration of, of America okay being its own country so when America was its own country they signed the Declaration of Independence which was a document of many different amendments and and not and and the the, other constitution all this stuff wraps all together to this one profound day now it was actually not July the 4th when the Declaration of Independence was signed it was actually a few weeks before that in June but for national recognition purposes, it is celebrated on July the 4th. Okay? So, Independence Day, when somebody says 4th of July, you can remind them it's actually called Independence Day. The 4th of July is just like when it's celebrated. So, for example, that's like saying if it was Christmas and people said, hey, happy December the 25th. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make any sense. Okay? It's Christmas. And July the 4th is Independence Day. Okay? So, Another random fact, George Washington. When people were uh, revolting during the Revolutionary War and whatnot, you have George Washington. He was the uh, commanding general of the uh, call it... I don't want to say the good guys because it was a Revolutionary War, but he was what came to be America's general, okay, and the first president of the United States. Them coming from England, they always had kings and queens and whatnot. Well, George Washington didn't want to be a king. So... He opted out. He decided not to be king. And he decided to actually, uh, again, them all being from England, okay, um, uh, initially, originally and whatnot, he decided to be president, and he became the first president. And this whole president concept was pretty much a way of people having voting rights to decide who would be the next. To And that would actually prevent people from having uh, an oppressed government where one person had too much power, and it would remain that way. And it would remain in the family and stuff like that, which is completely ridiculous and, and silly and stuff like that. But then again, if you're a Christian, as I am, having a king can be the best thing ever. Now, I'm, I'm diverting a little bit, but my point is is that God, King, Jesus, right? There's no voting in Christianity, Okay. Uh, about you have a great king and a great ruler, as there have been many great kings and rulers throughout time, it can be very prolific. And sometimes when you, when you uh, jump from uh, uh, new president to new president, it can be very slow progress. It could be a perfect lineage of progress. It could be stagnant. It could be back and forth where it's like little progress and the progress gets taken away and then back and forth. So Depending on the circumstance, the idea of a presidency and a democracy, it was a good idea to keep it from being corrupt. However, just remember, if you have a true king that is a good king and ruler, you necessarily don't need to have a different guy, in all honesty. So let's just say, for example, a president was ter- was the president for two terms. Now, by by philosophy and by, by, by measure of corruption and stuff and preventing all that, they, they don't allow anybody anymore to be the president for a third term. However, hypothetically, if he was the best guy for the job, it's kinda of weird that he's not allowed to be re elected. You know what I'm saying? So think of it like that. In all honesty, it's with good intention, but I feel like a sitting president after two terms should be allowed to be reelected, provided by he's voted for. You know, I don't I don't really believe in, in um uh in people um the, the two, whole two-term policy because that basically means that, again, if you're the best guy for the job, it's like, imagine if you were a captain of a ship and halfway through a voyage, halfway before this guy's 12-year plan and he was only in power for eight years. Well, not power, you know what I mean? He was only uh, the president for eight years. If um, if halfway through a journey or a voyage or something, the captain changed. maybe a little off course. It could be a little bit better, but it could be worse. Okay. But in general, if it is the best candidate, without question, without question, okay, as of now, it's not possible for that person to continue to be president. So, random history lesson, it's Independence Day, it's not the 4th of July, that's just the date. Remember what it's for, it's the celebration of the independence of America. Now, I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again, part of the bad thing about, um, in the celebration, Part of the great thing about America is that you're celebrating independence from England. And um, there's a lot of bad going on right now with people tearing down statues. If you want to be realistic about it, that is the first step to a dictatorship um, and communism, truthfully. Because whenever you go and you erase the uh, old statues and stuff, that is the beginning steps. And everyone that knows history knows that's the beginning steps to a revolution, which is not good, depending on how the country is. If it's coming over from a good force and a bad force is trying to take over, it's bad. Okay? If it's a bad force and it's a good force trying to take it over, then it's good. But this whole thing about tearing down statues without bias is actually really bad. Because if you want to do that, you actually have to take it as far as going in all of these civil rights museums, which uh, uh, which show black people getting their their constitutional rights uh, that they deserved, which are in the Constitution. Okay? Um... And you would actually have to close them down. Why? Because it has hate speech in them of people saying bad things and there's bad signs saying uh, offensive terms and terminology and video uh, of of black people being mistreated. Now that automatically is hate speech without question. It is. Okay? But if you're going to start to take down statues, it also means you have to close down the, the civil rights museums because that will be speech in a place that does not um deserve to be there so it should be taken down. even though the thing is you have to show what the face of the enemy is. And when you start to, to take down statues and close down museums and stuff like that, you create an op- uh society creates an opportunity for history to repeat itself. okay? Now slavery has actually gone on long more above and beyond just America. If you really want to take it even further, you have to remember that the Middle East, Probably the country with the most amount of slaves ever. Remember, it was in China, it was in uh, all over, but it was probably the Middle East. The Middle East, and again, I'm dropping knowledge. The Middle East, up until about 1970, was the Mecca. It was the world's, it was arguably the world's best uh, university, the University of Baghdad in Iraq, for science and technology. But Saddam had a rise to power, that place went to shit all the great scientists and brilliant people left there and now uh, there's, it, it pretty much created a void an opportunity for all those other people to go to other countries. You know, the, the, I mean, if you think about it even in culture of Pakistan, India all these people are so smart with their like computers and engineering and everything uh, they're doctors and they're just extremely smart people and you got people from China and all over everywhere else they would all actually come to Iraq which sounds crazy, but it's the truth okay um, and then when the rise of Saddam happened and start things started getting crazy and whatnot they all left and they started going to places like MIT and across America and stuff like that and uh, and it's just it's expounded and, and evolved from there So if you really wanted to uh, my point is is that if you really wanted to take it that far and start taking down statues you know what you also have to do you have to destroy the pyramids you have to destroy the pyramids of Giza Because it was built by slaves. I know they say, oh, you know, who knows how it was built? It's not a question how it was built. That that already is established. It is very questionable, okay? But who made it? It was slaves. Slaves in the Arab countries from the rulers and pharaohs and stuff like that. And guess what else that means? Guess what else that means? You would have to close down the museums with pharaohs in it because they used slavery. It was a part of the Egyptian times guess what else? If you're going to close that, you also have to close down the Holocaust Museum. So you're going to hide the atrocity of what Adolf did to millions upon millions of Jews. and Then you're going to cover up the Second World War. Why? Because it was a fascist, hate-driven military. Now the soldiers, the German soldiers themselves, were soldiers before the hate element was involved. Okay? They had a, a, a evil, evil ruler of Adolf but it doesn't change the fact that the majority of those soldiers were the equivalent of what a U.S. soldier was. They defended their country, they were proud, but they weren't in charge of the tyrannical ruler that put them into place. Um, I I mean, that got put into place, the commander-in-chief of the German uh, military, which was Adolf, dropping all kinds of knowledge. Okay? So... My point is with this whole cancel culture, it's very dangerous because you got to remember with hate speech, you can consider something as hate speech and cancel someone. But the truth is, if you start to cancel any sort of speech, including what could be hate speech, if you say vulgar terms or something, if you do something in your private uh, in your private job, if some guy decides to wear like a be a part of the Klan, okay, the KKK and all that dumb crap shit, okay, if some idiot decides to be a part of that hate group. He should be allowed to practice that freely, openly, public knowledge, and still work at his job. The reason why is because, yes, it is hateful. However, freedom of speech, freedom of expression comes back down to the Declaration of Independence. In America, uh, England did did not have the the freedom of speech. And a lot of countries still do not to this day. If you say bad about the government, you will be arrested. In England, during that period, if you said anything about the Queen king or anything like that, you would be arrested. Not in America. Freedom of speech isn't just what you say, it's how you express yourself. So if you want to be an idiot and put on a KKK outfit, okay, and express yourself publicly, you should not be persecuted in your private life. I, I, I mean, I mean, in your, in your civilian job. And the reason why is because that is perceived even by myself as some something that is hateful, but it should be protected because someone can also perceive if they were, let's just say, a, uh, a, a Christian, um, or, or let's just say there was some sort of a, a extreme person that didn't like Muslims. If someone practices being a Muslim, which is not hateful, okay, and they go to some sort of uh, uh, meeting, okay, they can express themselves however they want. What if America start, were to start to perceive all Muslims, Okay, as threatening people does that mean that if you found out someone was a Muslim you could fire them? no what if they did something that was like a, um, some potential sort of a hate group that had nothing to do about hating black people what if it was like hating, uh, hating uh, Spanish people or something like that well what does that mean? that means that uh, those people pulling into the uh, jujitsu could potentially be blocked from working at where they're working or get let go from their employment and so forth and so on. This whole thing about canceling someone is absolutely awful, awful. Because again, it all comes down to not who you are, but maybe they're judging who you might have been or maybe you've changed or something like that and you're not being able to express yourself but now you're financially being held accountable for it even though America says in the Constitution that you will not be held accountable by your own freedom of speech, freedom of expression your employer is so that being mentioned it's a lot of knowledge dropping some random info about uh, 4th of July Independence Day freedom of speech and the right to bear arms to protect themselves against a militia of a country that they actually uh, did not have an opportunity to so be thankful for where you are um, bless America. God bless everyone. Okay. And you have a beautiful day. I'm Benjamin Well done. Check me out. Peace.